Hello, everybody. Welcome to For the Girls, coming at you from a Thursday morning in a simulation that is truly glitching, as <laughs> this is so not right. <laughs> kind of freaking out. We woke up and- to this at 6 a.m. It was just the craziest <laughs> thing to see immediately upon waking up. So for those who are just tuning in, it's been reported that Lewis Hamilton will be moving to Ferrari starting in 2025. There has been no official confirmation from either team yet as of this recording, but it is expected. Mercedes is supposedly meeting at 2 p.m. UK time. This comes off the back of Lewis signing a, quote, multi-year deal just this past season. So theoretically through 2025, But Hamilton is believed, according to reporting, to have an escape clause or the option to leave before 2025, which clearly seems to have been the case. The world is freaking out. Uh, Lando's liking tweets. Oscar had a hilarious tweet that was like, just went for a a run. What did I miss? (laughs) Did I miss something? That's so great. Um, I cannot even imagine what Lewis's phone looks like right now, what Charles's phone looks like, Carlos, like everybody. There's so much to talk about. Um, But those who have listened to the podcast before know that I am our resident Lewis and Mercedes fan. I have never had to decouple the two, which I'm like sort of processing right now. Um, I came (laughs) to Mercedes through Lewis. So my initial loyalties lie with Lewis. And I think a lot of people probably feel that Uh way to a certain degree. Um, Are we going to have no longer a a resident (laughs) Mercedes fan on the podcast? I don't know. We'll talk about it. I need more time to process, but I, feel, I kind of feel like there's going to be a Mercedes exodus. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they haven't delivered the past two years, and I really wonder what this means for what they're looking like this season. And George, like, who's going to go to Mercedes? I don't know. I've, I'm feeling a bit like I'm personally going through a breakup, and I'm not sure whether it's, like, actually really devastating or it's kind of like two divorced parents where you really know they're just better off apart and you're, like, happy for – the party, uh, I Lewis, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. So to talk a little bit about history here. So Lewis has had almost his entire career, except for his first stint at McLaren from 27, 2007 to 2012. He joined Mercedes starting in 2013. He's been with them over a decade with them. He's won six driver's championships, over 80 races, 103 in a Mercedes powered engine. If you count his wins at McLaren. Um, wow. He is the most decorated racer of all time, but the past two years, as we know, he's had zero wins. He's He came in sixth in the championship in 2022 and third this past year in 2023. So it begs Something the question to of why Ferrari and why now? Also, why there's so many questions for me too, because I get that maybe there's a level of frustration at Mercedes that was going to be resolved. Um, or that was not going to be resolved. And maybe that's why he chose to use the escape clause, but going to Ferrari, which listen, like I love Ferrari. I love the team. The drivers are great. And like, it seems like they're going to be on the up and up, but like 2022 and 2023, it does kind of feel like Mercedes was more consistent than Ferrari. So this is a huge gamble. I, if you look at the wins, like I agree, maybe more consistent, maybe, but Ferrari won four times in 2022. Mercedes won once. Ferrari was the only team to win last season. Mercedes won zero times. And granted, Red yeah. Bull kind of, it's hard to control for, for something like Red Bull. But It just doesn't feel like like Lewis would go to an organization that isn't super buttoned up. But it also kind of does feel like, look, let's face it, he's nearing the end of his career. And so if there's a time to make a big move, a big gamble, 
a big switch it's now and so in that sense it kind of makes sense like you can't just sit around and wait for the same thing over and over again and so holy moly I can't wait 2025 can we just skip the season (laughs) I can't wait for silly season 2024 it's also really interesting that he chose to do this before the new regulations kick in in 2026 so it seems like such a vote of no confidence in Mercedes getting their act together before a potential regulation wow. change. And I, I'm i pretty shocked by this. I totally agree with Tiggy, though, that Ferrari has much higher highs and much lower lows, I think. I think they seem much more prone to consistent errors. But at the same time, overall, I think they had kind of a faster, better package. And that's shown by them being the only team to win last year by Carlos and Charles fighting at the front more. I think the only reason this didn't happen for this season is that Ferrari didn't want to break Carlos's contract because Carlos still has through this year. So Ferrari must have some type of loyalty to Carlos or his contract was super airtight. But I think we all know at this point that none of the contracts are that airtight. Or the Lewis Mercedes contract for 2024 is airtight. Like you have to think about brand deal sponsors, like doing a shock move for someone at the caliber of Lewis with all of the deals he has with Mercedes after over a decade with that team. I just feel like totally doing it for 2024. Okay, but why would they crazy? Why didn't they wait till silly season? Like, why are they doing this before? I just feel like this is going to leave a sour taste in Toto's mouth for the whole season. It's and (laughs) and poor George. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I think this is going to be Toto and, and Lewis will be very hostile this season. I think. Oof. So why would yeah. they announce it now? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't. Well, they didn't. It seems like it leaked. Yeah, it's possible that it leaked. I don't know. Yeah, the Toto question is going to be really interesting. I mean, Toto just signed a multi-year deal to stay with the team uh, <laughs> and stay as the owner. So that's interesting. And Fred Visser has apparently been putting in the work. Apparently last season he was talking to Lewis at every single race. I'm sure similar before that they do have a relationship and a history. Um, but it's pretty crazy. I mean, let's talk about the Lewis and Charles dynamic. I know. Oh, I have the- so many thoughts. But yeah, I think. I think that's a great pairing, but it begs the question of like, is Lewis going to become a number one driver? We know Charles is the Ferrari golden boy. Like, what does that dynamic look like in a world where you have a seven-time world champion and Charles at Ferrari on the same team? Also about Fred Vasseur, the first thing I thought of this morning was, remember last year when there were all those weird Italian media rumors about Lewis going to Ferrari? And we laughed it off and all we were saying was, oh, you can't listen to Italian media. This is so crazy. And what if they were right all along? They knew something we didn't. <laughs> the seed had been planted. Um, okay, my my thoughts about the Lewis-Charles pairing are are a lot of them. But the biggest one is that Charles is like this angsty driver who is just dying, dying, dying to have his first World Drivers' Championship. And it looks like he obviously wants to have it with Ferrari. That's his team. That's what the sport is to him. But then at the same time, you have Lewis coming in who's so decorated and is kind of like, in my eyes, doing a final Hail Mary, Hail Mary to secure one last World Drivers' Championship maybe before he retires. And so, I mean, maybe they're amicable and maybe they're friends now because they're not teammates. But I can see this getting super difficult when it comes to any potential team orders. Like, are how are you going to outweigh, like, the full strategy and think about the strategy when – 
both drivers have like such a real reason and zest and gusto to want like their world <laughs> driver's championship. Like I don't know how they're well, going to handle just, it. Well, let's just let's just talk about skill. Like who do we think is faster in the Ferrari, Lewis or Charles? Can I say I don't know yet? Sure. So you're going to say Lewis. I I think Lewis is a better driver overall. I think he's has the track record of the greatest driver of all time for a reason. That, But that being said, I think what we've seen with a lot of these team switches recently or Checo at Red Bull, Daniette McLaren, some of the Ferrari drivers' struggles, it seems like some of these cars can be so temperamental in this generation and so suited to particular driving styles. And so even though Lewis might win out in a head-to-head I think Charles has a multi-year advantage here of knowing the ins and outs of the teams, having the loyalty within the team, and then knowing the car. So I think off the bat, I would go with Charles. Wow. All right. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say Lewis. I think, I don't know about the Ferrari being as tailored to a specific driver, like both Carlos and Charles have done great things with that car. And I, I do think they're pretty different drivers and have different styles. I don't feel like it's as crazy as maybe, and this is obviously a debate, but like the Red Bull is for Max or maybe Max is just that amazing of a driver. But I don't know. I think the Ferrari maybe maybe is a little bit more amenable to different driving styles, but we don't know what the car is going to look like this season. So I don't know. But yeah, I think it'll take Lewis some time to get up to speed, but in terms of skill, I would put Lewis ahead of Charles any day. Um, but I think, Chessa, the point you raised about final hair, Hail Mary is an interesting one. Like, I think in some ways this is reminiscent of Schumacher's late move in his career to Mercedes from Ferrari. So it's a little bit of a flip-flop. And I wonder how Lewis is viewing this. Like, is this really a final Hail Mary for a couple more years to get one more driver's championship, seal that record for most of all time? Or is he viewing this as, I don't know, just another chapter to his career and he has more years than him left? He's he's 39, so he's definitely not, not on the young side. But I wonder how he's thinking of this. We all need a little extra health booth sometimes, and Fleur Marche makes it easy for us to supercharge our wellness. Their botanical wellness patches have been such a fun addition to our routine. We just stick them on wherever we want. They have them for sleep, relaxation, focus, and other things. And the patch delivers ingredients to your body in a subtle but effective way, and the results last up to 12 hours. Fleur Marche also has botanical gummies and their new organic nutritional powder, Green Machine. They only use the best ingredients and are tested for potency, contaminants, and heavy metals before and after production. And one of our favorite things, we also love that the company is founded and inspired by women with the mission of helping us feel 100% every single day so that we can have full energy and crush it every day. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code for the girls at checkout. Orders over $50 also get free shipping. Go to fleurmarche, F-L-E-U-R-M-A-R-C-H-E.com. Use code for the girls for 20% off your first order. 
Okay, friends, it's festival and concert season, and you know it's all about the boots this year. That's why you need to make Tacova's your number one place for festival style this spring. And don't forget to shop their seasonal and limited edition offerings, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. We love Tacova's. They have a first wear comfort, which basically means there's no break in period. It's the best thing ever. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personal. And with regular live music and events, there's really no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, though, just visit tecovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and they ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Women's health is so important, and balanced hormones are key for that. We've been loving Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth, who's committed to making women's lives easier. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, science-backed herbal extracts that help the body adapt to stressors like hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. We love it because it helps us maintain optimal hormone levels and supports our mood and general well-being. There is a reason that one bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code F1Rthegirls at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code F1Rthegirls for 15% off today. I think it's kind of a Hail Mary. I think he's feeling inspired by Brad Pitt filming the Apex movie, which apparently centers (laughs) on an older driver having a second second chance so i think that collaboration might have inspired him that's amazing (laughs) well lewis is a is very heavily involved with that movie so maybe he helped write that piece of the script (laughs) just as a foreshadow for what he's doing now so let's talk about carlos and let's talk about the open mercedes seat so where does carlos go there have apparently been rumors of williams i wonder If that's true, I mean, Williams is up and coming. We have James Bowles, like they're, you know, we'll see what happens oh with them, but still feels like many years before they're at, a, at the caliber, caliber of like a Ferrari, but where but else Carlos would he is, go? Yeah. I mean, I don't see a world where he just like switches over and takes the Mercedes seat. That would make things way too awkward. Like I just don't think that would happen. Flop. Yeah. I think Carlos as a personality could actually do really well at McLaren, but as we know, those seats are locked in for at least the next three years. We don't, I mean, these contracts are not necessarily airtight. Like I could see Lando going to Mercedes. I could totally see Lando going to Mercedes as the British driver. And Carlos had been at McLaren. They were sad to lose him. I think maybe (sighs) my hot take would be Carlos to the second Red Bull seat. However, oh my god, the big my heart can't handle this. Everyone stop. <laughs> the big problem oh with that, it, I think it is surmountable, but Carlos and Max raced together at Toro Rosso when they were really young. Yeah. And Helmut Marco has said that they did not get along, but I think as we've seen with Pierre and Esteban, that's not necessarily a complete bar to being teammates. Um they seem to get along well now, but that wouldn't shock it's me. It's not. It wouldn't shock me. And I also feel like it's been many years, water under the bridge sort of thing. And I think at this point, Carlos is going to take the best seat he can get, right? Like if that's a Red Bull seat being second to Max, I don't see why he wouldn't he wouldn't take that. But I could okay, also see him take, going to McLaren. If you take Red Bull off the table for a second, because obviously anyone would want to go to Red Bull given their track record the past few years. But do you think Carlos would go to a team where he would settle for being second driver? Or do you think Carlos would make a jump to a... Williams type team so he could be a number one driver finally 
if I had to guess, I would say the former. I think he would take the best seat he could possibly get. He's already, I mean, it's debatable, but he's already kind of yeah. number two driver at Ferrari. Like it's not that much of a big difference. And number jumping one, to somewhere yeah. like a Red Bull or even a McLaren or even a Mercedes, which I don't know, for some reason, I just don't see Carlos at Mercedes, but I think he would take any of those three over a Williams seat. Oh my gosh. I, I agree. Like- I think he's still super young and hungry and ambitious, not super young, but young enough. It's not like a Botas situation where you did years and years and years as number two, couldn't make a world driver's championship happen, had no options, and then went to a team lower on the grid to be the number one driver. I feel like Carlos is really going to have options with his performance last year, but I would suspect that he's blindsided by this first off and second off. He's really going to have to come out guns blazing in the first segment of 2024 to really show teams that they should snap him up if they have an open seat for 2025 or shuffle things around to create the seat for him. Yeah. I mean, it's lucky. Well, and I guess it's not luck, it's skill, but like, it's great that Carlos had a really good season. He was the only driver to win a race outside of Red Bull last season. He, there was, you know, almost all season, the debate of is Carlos the number one Ferrari driver now? Like at least he had a really strong showing last year and yeah, hopefully he comes out guns blazing with not too much of a hit to his confidence this season with Ferrari. But I think he's in a good position for negotiating. Like he's one of the strongest drivers I think on the grid But it's still, yeah, I I bet he's absolutely scrambling right now, which is crazy. Can I introduce a potential Harry situation that could happen given the timing of this contract changes? What if Lewis goes to Ferrari for 2025, all is well and good, Ferrari's awesome, amazing, amazing year, and then in 2026, Ferrari just drops the ball, and then after the new regulations, the car is completely a mess, and then Mercedes is amazing again. Which is very possible. Like if How I had Lewis feel like that's insane. Such a gamble. Lewis is is very smart. I think he he's also inside the Mercedes organization. So he's seeing everything that's going down. He's seeing their plans for the next couple of years. He's seeing their plans for 2026 regulations. He's also seeing the contracts that are getting signed with Toto, with James Allison. And maybe he just, maybe it's not it. I don't know. It's hard to know. But I think... For Carlos, there have been so many rumors about him going to Audi in 2026. So maybe in that case, he would be negotiating for that contract and then go to somewhere like a Williams for the two for the year before, for example, as like a stop. I see. Um, well, there's but- so much still to be figured out, but it's this is one way to kick off the preseason for this year and a great way for everyone to wake up today. Um, who do you think takes the Mercedes seat in 2025? I would, I'll, I'm going to go with Lando. I would say that's a really, really good guess. Um, yeah, it's got to be someone super dynamic, super good. And I don't think we have anyone like that except for maybe Lando and Signs, but I don't think Signs would be a good cultural fit with Mercedes. Plus, it would be too obvious. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about too obvious, but. Uh, yeah, I just don't, for whatever reason, see him there. But the existential question for me and for all the Lewis and Mercedes fans and really Lewis <laughs> fans, are we Ferrari fans now? Like that is something that's very difficult for me to wrap my mind around. I've always loved Ferrari, but I've never affiliated myself as a Ferrari fan. Um, red's really not my color. 
<laughs> I, I don't think know. you look I think you look great in red and I will say um if you become a Ferrari fan now you will probably become best friends with my dad and so that's definitely a perk to be had but um <laughs> to, I think like we've always talked about this you can be a fan of a driver and not necessarily have to be a driver fan of the team so you can still be a raging True. Mercedes fan because I know you love the organization and all the amazing yeah. things that they do like behind the scenes and still be a Lewis fan for Ferrari. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that makes me feel comforted on this Thursday morning where my whole world has flipped upside down. <laughs> yeah. As always, um, I kind of remain agnostic um, and will support you in whatever you choose. You're the best. Yeah, you weren't awake well, yet. And that was also all I could think about. My my first thought was, was the Italian media right? And my second thought was, oh my gosh, I'm very concerned for Tiki's well-being when she wakes up. <laughs> So I actually woke up at like 4.30 in the morning and I never look at my phone, but for whatever reason I did. And there was no news at that time. So I was like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to go back to bed in my peaceful state and then woke up at whatever, 6.45 and it's like insanity. Yeah. I mean, this is my first day of vacation and I literally woke up. Thank God I woke up on 6 a.m. on vacation. Otherwise, I completely would have missed this recording I'm, this episode. <laughs> I'm literally in – I'm about to get on a transatlantic flight. This was not the plan <laughs> today. As of, this is like when we had to do our emergency recording for Oscar when I was um, – Yeah. Um, jury duty. Jury duty. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, well, this news just never hits the right time for us. <laughs> that was – this reminds me so much of – of the Oscar news. This is to such a greater mind too, since Lewis, but this does remind me of the Oscar situation of just it being too insane to Crazy not come insane. to recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a car. Yeah. So. I'm about to go to the office. I'm dressed in all black today. It's, it's a morning day for me, but we'll see. I'm, I'm happy for him. Like my closing parting thoughts, all power to Lewis for making the decision that he feels is right for him. And I hope that this gives him the eighth driver's championship that he rightfully deserves. And I think, uh, has the ability to get, so we'll see. Fingers crossed. 